All right. Hi, Alan. Uh, welcome to our Members One of Another podcast. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I'm really, really happy to have you on. Hey, Richard. Good to see you. <laughs> yeah, good to see you too. Um, so it seems like you're not quite in the state. Can you tell me a little bit about where you are, what you're doing this summer? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in Chicago right now here for a software development internship. Been here for like five weeks so far and I have five more weeks to go until I come back to Berkeley. Okay. Okay. So pretty short, yeah. 10 weeks. How are you enjoying it so far? It's pretty good. I've been enjoying the work I do and uh, my manager has been giving me a lot of work to do that I can like kind of personalize uh, and kind of develop as my own kind of without like a structure really. So it just had have the freedom to like uh, create a lot of different stuff. And it's been really cool. Nice. Nice. Okay. Cool. It sounds like you got a good bit of freedom for, for an intern. So it's always good right, to hear. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you're a rising junior, right? You're one of our kind of few, yes, few college members. Can you tell me a little bit about your experience in college so far? Did you, do you come from the North, Northern California or like, how did you come yeah. to Berkeley? Yeah, for sure. Um, I grew or, I didn't grow up in Pleasanton, but I spent the last 10 years-ish in Pleasanton. Uh, and Pleasanton is like 30 minutes away from Berkeley. Okay. Um, and yeah, I guess like Berkeley is kind of like the flagship for that for that school. Like we're, we're a feeder school for Berkeley. Um, so uh-huh. I kind of like expected myself to like kind of go to Berkeley or at least like somewhere in NorCal maybe. Yeah. And then ended up here, uh, ended up doing computer science. Actually, I really wanted to be a doctor before, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but ended, ended up choosing, selling out to computer science. And uh, yeah, and then, yeah, I'm a junior now. Got my first, or got my second internship uh, this summer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, overall, the experience at Berkeley, I really enjoyed. Nice. Nice. Did you like start out like MCB or something else on the doctor route? And then we're like, oh, yeah. I like computers. I, yeah, I started out uh, MEV, um, which is molecular environmental biology, which is, if you know Oliver Lee, it's the same major as him. And then I chose a different route. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, sounds like you're enjoying it. So it's glad to hear. <laughs> um, so how did you end up on, on at Vinewood specifically? Or? Yeah, so actually same Oliver Lee, uh, the same <laughs> guy who was also MEV, <laughs> a guy who I kind of backstabbed and like went to CS. Um, <laughs> right. He he grew he kind of grew up with me. Like uh, he he was from my home church, and so when I when he found out I got into Berkeley, he was like, "Yo, why don't you come and uh, check out our, my college ministry?" Uh, mm-hmm. Or sorry, my college fellowship, which is mm-hmm. uh, Crossroads. And so I checked it out, and uh, it was awesome. I really like I really like Crossroads, and then that kind of like led me here to Vinewood. Nice, nice. Okay. Is this Oliver Lee, the one we colloquially refer to as Smolliver? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. It's just, uh, you know, putting a, a name to the face. Um, cool. Um, so, so you mentioned that you kind of grew up with Oliver um, uh, and, and he brought you in kind of, uh, did, did you grow up going to church or how did you kind of mm-hmm. become a believer in the first place? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've always been in church. My family, my, actually my parents, uh, missionaries kind of actually brought them to um uh, the West or they came from China. Um, they got brought to Canada by some missionaries actually. Oh, wow. really cool. And then, yeah, they converted to Christianity and I was born. And then basically I've been Christian ever since. Yeah. Wow. Ever since I know. Yeah. So, so you're born in Canada. Huh? And then came right, in. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I should move, moved, moved a ton when I was a kid and then ended up in California like two years ago. Oh, okay. okay. How, yeah. how did your, uh, it's, it's quite like a conversion story to be like converted by missionary and be brought over to like you know foreign land can you can you tell me a little bit more about that or like how did that yeah well my dad was kind of like i to like get out of the country uh-huh. anyways um and then there were a, there were a couple canadian um missionaries uh in their city and they 
basically my dad met my mom and then they i guess they kind of like i said oh sorry sorry okay i remember now so my dad's grandmother lives very close to the missionaries and so mm. my dad ended up being really getting along really well with the missionaries yeah. uh, because they were neighbors and then they got along really really well because the missionaries wanted to like uh, you know, um, reveal Christ to them. And then my dad and my mom basically went and hung out with them a lot. And then in the end, they were like, oh, we also want to move to Canada. And then the um, evangelist kind of just, you know, um, I don't I don't know, actually. I mean, they must have done something, but it made the process like a lot quicker for them to mm-hmm. get to Canada. Yeah, yeah. I think that's all I can say. Wow, yeah. No, praise praise the Lord for the mission field and the work of the laborers. Oh, that's, that's really awesome. Uh, so, so you grew up going to church, um, assuming you went like the, did you go to the same church throughout your life and you went to like the youth group and, and whatever mm-hmm. other things they had there? Yeah. 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 Basically. Um, yeah. Ever since I knew stuff, kind of, <laughs> sure. I just knew Christianity. Yeah. I grew up in youth, uh, went to Awana and then went to uh, youth group, um, all that. Um, and yeah, basically grew up in the church. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait, you said you moved around too. So like, yes, did you, did you your parents brought you to Pleasanton, I'm guessing, and then you like found a church there, and then that's the church that you've been to for the past like ten or so years. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, well, actually, yeah, I moved a ton, but everywhere I went, I went to church, mm-hmm. and there's like you know the same Awanas, <laughs> same like programs like Awana. And when I came to Pleasanton, uh, graduated out of Awana, I went to like the youth group in uh, the church that my parents took me to. Okay. Was it hard to like get adjusted or like, did you make friends pretty fast? And it wasn't hard adjusting, but it was really hard, like moving. Um, I really didn't like want to like leave my friends every single time. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was a little sad, but adjusting was, was fine though. Okay. That's good to hear. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so is there like, you kind of said you're, you've always been a Christian. Is there a moment in that kind of, you know, youth group process where, you're like, oh, wow, like, you know, Christianity is real, like, you know, God is real mm-hmm. or personal or like, was it always kind of like, oh, yeah, God is definitely real. Like, this is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a very good question. Um, I think, I think there was a moment where I like accepted Christ. It was when I was in Texas because we moved to Texas after uh, Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember the Wana leader was like, if you want to accept Christ into your life, do this prayer. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. And I did it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was kind of when I accepted Christ, I guess. Um, but I think my spiritual journey was more of like a gradual and slow one. Mm-hmm. Um, I did accept Christ at the moment, but like from then on, I kind of had to grow and grow and grow to to where I am right now. Yeah. So I think it wasn't like big moment of like, oh, shoot. God is real. I'm saved. Um, but it's more like gradual process, I think, for me. Yeah, yeah. Can, can you shine some light on some of those steps? Like you mentioned, like yeah. kind of gradual, like step by step. But Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think I accepted Christ in Austin, Texas. And then we moved to China, um, actually. In, in China, it was actually pretty tough uh, going to church because you know, we had to kind of like hide it and make sure that like uh, the government doesn't find us or something. Actually, it wasn't really that bad. It wasn't really that bad at the time. <laughs> okay. But right now it's pretty bad. Yeah, um, not here. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we had to make sure that like, you know, we had to, we couldn't be too loud when we were singing and stuff like that. Um, and that kind of like opened my eyes to like, kind of like the life of Christians, um, like the mm. life of like persecution. Um, and that, um, I think that built my faith a little bit more due to the fact that like, I see Christians like wanting so much, uh, wanting to like uh, worship God and glorifying so much, even through like har- uh, hardship and trial. And that was really inspiring. Yeah, yeah. And then I guess 
after that, we moved to Pleasanton, California. And here, I think the next kind of quote unquote phase was uh, my baptism. I got baptized after I moved here. And I think that was like a time of very, very like strong spiritual growth. I, um, I really, I really, really like believed and I read a ton of books as a seventh grader, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> now I think about it's crazy, like a ton of books, a ton of, um, pro- uh, proofs that God could exist. Um, a ton of like philosophy and just like studied super hard on that topic in seventh grade. It was crazy. Yeah. And after that, uh, spiritual growth sort of, um, dipped a little, so my freshman year and sophomore year of high school um, was pretty tough because of the competitive high school environment I was in. Everything was really just, or, or academics as well as like extracurriculars were just too distracting for reading the Bible for me um, and for just like growing spiritually. Um, and in, in addition, there was also some drama in the church and that just it just like devastated me a lot spiritually. Um, and I do remember towards the end of my sophomore year, I was like, I don't want to go to church anymore. Church, this this church is not for me. Maybe I'll work my faith some other time. But then God kind of pulled me back and said, Alan, I want you to stay and I want you to serve this church, even though you have so much so much uh, so much stress in your life right now, even though this church is facing so much trouble, I want you to uh, serve me through these uh, tough times. And I guess I was like, okay, I'll do it. I guess I don't I don't know. I just did it. Um, I served as a, the worship leader for our youth, and I led um, I led small groups as well. And that that actually that was probably the biggest maybe maybe probably the biggest spiritual growth uh, period of my life, um, where I was. I was like, you know, in this lifetime, there's like a greater purpose and that's to serve this like mighty, mighty king, uh, gracious, gracious um, father above. And yeah, during that time, I was, I was really for God. Um, I was reading the Bible as well and trying to be like the best role model I can be in college. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the theme of my testimony, actually, just um, being called to serve, even though um, you don't want to serve. And by being called to serve, um, I kind of develop my relationship with God. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing kind of what God does. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank you for sharing that. It's, it's, it's really awesome to hear kind of the, the steps that the Lord has been drawing you to take and, and guiding you and shepherding you along the way. Um, so, so you were reading philosophy books in seventh grade. I was playing video games, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> I was playing video games as well. <laughs> no, yeah. but, and reading books. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I, pre- I really appreciate what you said about kind of like kind of seeing the persecuted church and how that shaped your view of like Christianity. And, and I think, yeah, the Lord has a, an amazing way of using suffering and persecution mm-hmm. to purify and strengthen his body. And I think that's, that's a beautiful picture. And, yeah, just seeing those those kind of steps is, is really amazing in the way that Lord works in your life. Um, so yeah, th- thank you for sharing that. So, so you mentioned you know you've been coming to Vinewood for for a couple of years now. Uh, you, you've been really enjoying it. How's how's your experience been here? Like you know, continuing on with your maybe testimony story a little bit. Like um, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, testimony is still growing, and definitely Crossroads and Vinewood has grown it a lot more. I think coming here, uh, I think I get I guess in the past. I guess I experienced a ton of like personal growth in terms of like working on my my own spiritual growth, like in seventh grade, reading all these books. Yeah. And I guess like when I was serving my youth group, it was more more so more so I could spend time with God. So like again, developing my own like 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 doing worship team so that um I can see God. Um it's more on myself. And it, it was it was a little selfish, I think. But coming here, I can I can see like 
there's like so much community. Everyone loves one another. And I haven't seen like a community like that type before in my life. And that I thought I thought that was crazy. So yeah, uh definitely coming here has shaped, has um revealed to me the important this the importance of uh community. Like community is so important and you can't build your faith uh, by yourself alone. And I think that was community was honestly the get the last piece that was kind of missing in my spiritual journey. And I kind of when I came here, I was like, wow, my my spiritual growth feels like so much stronger and so much like complete because uh the people here are uh, here to encourage me and I am here to encourage them. It's just so awesome. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah, it's really great to hear. Uh and I think I think the Lord does use you know the way that we love one another to demonstrate to the world that that not only are we are Christians but to encourage or encourage the body as well. Um, mm-hmm. That's great. Um, is there anything in particular you've like really enjoyed? Like you mentioned community, but maybe like you know, uh, I I recently learned um, there's a term for like the late night fellowship after like large group on Friday or something like crosswords yeah, after called the dark yeah Cat, after, sorry, yeah, after yeah. Dark, yeah. Uh, I, I heard that was pretty cool and then like you know you got you guys got bible studies and a bunch of other fellowship events um, yeah for sure I, I don't think there's like a really like a single thing that's really cool i think the cool thing is just like everyone hanging out so much like living life together eating together living together i think that's so cool and i see it i see it like in crosswords as well as in bindwood um, like for example, Esther and Jonathan's, um, or like what happened like after Jonathan proposed to Esther, I think it was so cool. Like then like the entire like LSF came together to like hang out and I thought, it, I thought it was super cool. Oh yeah. That's so, sweet. Have you been able to get to know the, the young adults a little bit or like, you know, the postgrads? A little bit. I got to, well, Abraham works with me kind of, um, I, I lead, I, uh, I lead med small group. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Crossroads. So Abraham is the adult leader who kind of supervises that with me. Ho Young uh, also helps out with Crossroads. Um, I got to know our Jerry Lai. Um, we also kind of grouped together. He went to my home church. Oh, okay. Um, and I think overall, I know about like half the LSFers pretty pretty well. Um, and half I would like to get to know a lot more. Yeah, yeah, no, that's great. I, I'm sure everyone would love to get to know you. And, you know, this podcast is a great way to do that. <laughs> Yeah, um, for sure. So, yeah, so, so um, yeah, maybe we can move to that part, which is just you know, how, how can the church get to know you? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, so people can message me on Messenger, and they can you know, honestly, whatever they want to do to hang out with me, I'm totally down for it. <laughs> okay, um, and I listen to Linda's uh, podcast, and unlike her, I respond pretty well <laughs> to uh, messages. Nice. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I can, I, I'll definitely respond. I'll definitely be down to hang out. Um, so, you know, if uh, any, anyone from Vinewood wants to hang out, just message me on messenger and then we can go, I don't know, have coffee or like have boat or something or have lunch or something. Nice, yeah. Nice. But I, I'm usually down for anything. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Is it like a weekend's better weekdays, anytime, doesn't matter. College student. <laughs> I'd say Anytime. Okay. All right. All right. Nice. Anytime. Open invite. <laughs> all right. Glad to hear it. Um, cool. So it's uh, Alan, everyone, you know, been invited. Please get to know him. Um, but I, I do want to circle back a little bit. Um, so you mentioned, uh, I heard like, you know, the thing that you felt was kind of missing was community and kind of sharing about you know, your high school and like moving around a lot. And, um, you know, maybe, maybe the drama that happened in your church, um, you know, it does feel like community is something that's a little bit different here. Um, 
Yeah. So I, I just, you know, wanted to ask, um, I know you're already serving a men's small group and, and all that, but is there like other things you're thinking about in terms of ways you can grow or ways you can encourage the body? You mentioned serving as well, um, being a big part of your testimony and, and theme. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I would definitely love to serve. Um, yeah, I would lo- definitely love to serve um, in any way possible. Um, and what I kind of mean by that is like doing the small things. Um, like for example, after after a meeting or shoot, what's it called? After members meeting or at members whatever. Town, town hall, sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> town hall meeting. Yeah. yeah. Um, after that, it maybe like if we're meeting in the fellowship hall, maybe putting the chairs away, um, just uh, reaching out to people and uh, asking them for prayer requests um, in that way. Um, and I think serving the little ways are uh, is super significant. And I definitely want to do that more and encourage uh, the body to do that more. And I, yeah, I would encourage um, everyone to also do that. Um, you know, reach out to like one person a week, text someone to hang out for, or to have lunch or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think the little, little things matter a ton yeah oh yeah it's good to hear yeah i think the little things are often overlooked because they're so small but <laughs> i think they, they do have an outsized impact um it has has the you know going through college through pandemic has that affected you in any way or is that like affected impact of the community that you've been able to build yeah that's, that's a good question um definitely my my spiritual growth definitely dipped as well um and that's because i didn't feel like a sense of community and right now actually Honestly, right now, I don't feel too much of a sense of community right now just because I'm in Chicago. Um, and I haven't been able to find a really like close-by community to be able to um, fellowship with people. Um, so that's been really tough. And definitely online doesn't really feel too uh, fellowship to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I am definitely looking forward to coming back. But yeah, during quarantine, uh, same as now, uh, it's been, it was really tough. But once we came in person, it was, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, it's like, it's really painful, I think, to hear all the suffering, including like, you know, the lack of fellowship, and lack of community over, over pandemic. And yeah, certainly Zoom is, or, you know, whatever medium you use is not, not the greatest substitute for exactly in person fellowship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Are, are there like a, a group of brothers or, or friends you're closer to in Crossroads that have been really like, you know, helpful in pointing you back to Christ or, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of the senior guys, um, that being like Andrew Mo, uh, Justin Fung, uh, <laughs> I think those people have been uh, those people have been really encouraging to me, always checking up on me, and just um, even now, like Justin and I, Justin, Andrew, and I get on Discord to work every day. <laughs> yeah. Like we're we all we're all doing our own things, and then we just get on Discord every day. It's like turn on our cameras and like just uh, code or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're just we're pretty close, uh, even though we're not in person. Um, yeah, these these senior guys definitely have been super encouraging. Yeah, no, it's really sweet. I I think just looking back to the college years, I always appreciated the the tight knit relationships among the years and. And even though, like, you know, you're only a couple of years apart, which, you know, post-grad doesn't feel like that, that big of a difference. Like, I feel like in college, like, it makes a huge difference to have, like, juniors and seniors kind of, yeah. like, you know, cheering for you, supporting you, you know, pointing you back to yeah. the board and, and encouraging you in those ways. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I always, uh, always wanted, like, bigger brothers. <laughs> and I guess I found them. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Amazing. Oh, praise the Lord. Yeah. Um, have you been able to get to know the freshmen and sophomores and like the, the younger classes? Uh-huh. So yes, 
a little bit, um, but I think not as much as I wanted to. Um, I definitely know all of them. I definitely talked to a lot of them, but I would like to, you know, grab more meals with them, be able to treat them to something cool, uh, something yummy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hopefully I'll do that uh, now, now that I'm an upperclassman. <laughs> that That's right. Yeah, you're transitioning over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully it'll be just as good on the other side. <laughs> Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, all the post grads and all the separates will be able to continue to pour into you guys as well. Yeah. All right. Um, well, why, why don't I pray for us? And I guess we'll close our time for tonight. Um, unless there's anything sure. else you want to say, you know, to the body or anyone listening. I guess I can say one thing. Uh, one thing that I've been on my mind, uh, real quick, uh, just that everything that you like, everything, everyone um you see in crossroads and vinewood see them as like beautiful um and it, and see them as like wonderful creations of god i think by seeing that you will enjoy like serving so much more and enjoy um loving so much more and loving becomes less burden so yeah. yeah 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 thanks for sharing that um yeah let's pray uh yep. emily father thank you so much um thank you so much for the fellowship uh, my brother alan and i can share by the blood of christ uh, by faith alone um, thank you for yeah, just coming down, um, condescending to us in human form, going to the cross in humility and obedience and, and being our, our perfect sacrifice, the perfect lamb, um, so that we can be born again into this body of believers and how sweet it is to be in this community, uh, how sweet it is to uh, know that each brother and sister in this body was also purchased by you, uh, purchased uh, for a price. And, and that we can be united in our faith in you. Um, thank you so much for Alan just coming on and sharing his life story. Thank you for the work that you have done in his life, um, just bringing him to various places, bringing his parents first to you, um, and through their faithfulness, um, and just you know bringing Alan and training him up in the way that he should go, um, that he can have uh, yeah just this this life in the church in the body, um, serving and encouraging the brethren. Um, thank you that you're continuing to shepherd him, uh, even here in Vinewood, bringing us uh, to him and bringing him to us. Uh, thank you for his ministry to the collegians. Uh, I pray that you would bless it. I pray that you would help him to yeah, grow in his faith and his personal faith and walk with you, uh, be able to share that with others, to be able to point others back to Christ uh, and, and being able to strengthen them as well. Um, we just thank you for yeah, his openness and sharing in this short time. I pray that the body would be able to get to know him and to love him and that we can be an encouragement together. Uh, to the local body and, and the universal one. Thank you so much. Uh, please you know, be with him as he spends the rest of his time in Chicago. Uh, help him get back safely. And we're eager to see him again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much, Richard. Yeah, thanks, Alan. Thanks again for, for coming on. Um, all right, everyone, this has been Alan Cow. Uh, hope you had a, a blessed time listening. <laughs>